Hi there, this is Erin Nicole and you're listening to the Move Happy Movement podcast. On this show, I interview a variety of leaders to inspire you to live your happiest life. Maybe you're the next rock star or brain surgeon, or maybe the next stay-at-home mom that's proud to raise her kids and take that time off of work. Whoever you are, I appreciate you, you are loved, and you're valuable. I'm really excited about this guest, Um, so stay tuned, and make sure you listen all the way to the end so you can hear where we're at on our listening room competition. Check it out. All right, I am so excited, so honored to have T. Shane Johnson here on the Move Happy Movement podcast and blog. Thanks so much for taking the time today. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. For those that don't know your background, I mean, you've got an incredible background just from reading your LinkedIn, you know, two-time world record athlete, featured on Forbes, Fox Business, USA Today. You speak, you coach, you teach, you also help people um, in the mortgage industry. For those that don't know your background, let's go all the way back to the beginning. Where where did you start? What's your origin story? Yeah, so um, I grew up in a, a small town uh, in kind of central Florida. So it's called Arcadia, Florida. I actually grew up in a smaller portion of Arcadia, which is Gardner, Florida. But uh, mm-hmm. that's really small. I don't even think that had a light to it. it just had a small post office. But um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> pretty typical story, I think, for most of us to join the military. You know, small town. Um, crazy childhood, looking for an opportunity to get out, and Marine Corps was the, the best one for me. Um, mm-hmm. So graduated high school, joined the Marine Corps, you know, uh, in 98, mm-hmm. about three days after I graduated high school, and then um, and then I went in, and uh, I was very fortunate. I graduated uh, honor grad out of boot camp. I was meritorious and promoted three times by the time I got to the fleet. Um, it was a picture-perfect Marine. Went into infantry with 3rd Battalion, 4th Marines, and 29 Palms, my first duty station. And I spent about a year there. And then um, after I came back from Okinawa, <clears throat> I went to uh, uh, First Recon Battalion. I took the UNDOC, went through their RIP program. Um, and then I was with them for about a year. And then my, I guess my, my story claim to fame is when I was um, attempted murder by gang members. Um, oh my gosh. They, uh, I came off the back of the base at Pendleton and, and joined first recon in camp margarita went to pendleton mm-hmm. we we're training with the operators to go through uh pre-scuba uh, mm-hmm. before we went to combat dive and uh, we got a 72 some some liberty some time off and went off the back of the base on a motorcycle and then uh, basically a car targeted me and hit me and i caught the corner of a brick house at 45 miles an hour <clears throat> and um i basically broke every major bone in my upper torso um, cut all my major organs fractured broke all my ribs Punctured my lungs, 350 cents old pieces in my lungs, um, broke my shoulder, my hand, collarbone, shoulder blade. And then uh, my left bicep was lacerated. <clears throat> so when I hit the ground, they, um, they started to rob me, kick me, my gosh. You know, beat, beat me to death. So they thought I was dead. They dipped out. And then I uh, put my right hand on my left bicep, walked two blocks to a fire station. And then uh, I was very fortunate. I happened to be a doctor there. They bay flatted me out, flatlined out three times. Mm-hmm. died three times came back wow. and um yeah and then about six seven months later i guess i was three months i was in two months i was in critical care then i went to icu mm-hmm. and then uh and then i got back to the basic you know i was at a civilian hospital because sent me back to a base about mm-hmm. three months after that i was healed up i was back with my unit operational training 9-11 happened uh and then we were getting ready to deploy to hawaii um, mm-hmm. our unit was one of the first to start to head over mm-hmm. and then um I was at the uh, dive locker with my gunny at the time, 
<clears throat> and uh, we were prepping to get ready to head over to Hawaii. And he's like, you know, I don't think I'm going to let you go with us. And um, he went over and grabbed a box out of the back of the corner and it had my name on it and it said dead on it because when the doctors had called back to my unit, they said that I didn't make it. So he says, you know what? He's like, I don't think it's a good idea for you to take a second chance at that. So I'm going to request that you get out. I was about three months from getting out anyway, so I had to re-enlist. Mm -hmm. And, um, and uh, so he kind of, he kind of booted me and said, go do bigger and better things. And mm -hmm. that's kind of a snapshot of my, my military career. And then, um, oh. yeah, then I fell into the banking finance industry. Mm -hmm. uh, great time, you know, I became a, a millionaire at 23 in that business just by wow. dumb luck. And <laughs> I, then I lost it all and was homeless for two years and built it back about 200 million out of back of my car in Dunkin' Donuts a few years later. And <laughs> then started wow. running across the country and writing books and breaking records and doing all kinds of stuff, philanthropy work, giving back and doing whatever I can do. So that's, that's kind of the, the 30,000 foot view story. That's incredible. So you gained your world record uh, for athleticism after having all your organs <sighs> torn and basically all your bones broken at one point. Yeah, that's funny. You you caught on to that. I do I've, you know do a lot of interviews, a lot of TV, a lot of stuff, and no one ever puts those two together. I always kind of laugh. It's like that's really kind of the biggest part of it all is the fact that you know I'm not even. I mean, I have you know severe nerve damage in my right hand. I can't hold certain things with my right hand. I mean, I have mm -hmm. a lot of a lot of blood pressure problems, a lot of okay. uh, kidney problems. I mean, a lot of degenerative back disease, like all kinds of things that are still wrong. But the fact that I can still do these things is is. Um, it's just it's sometimes a little crazy to me. That's that's uh, impressive, first of all. And, and secondly, that really ties in well with our first pillar of Move Happy, which is about mindset, keeping a positive mindset. You know, if somebody tries to rob you and you've already broken all your bones and lacerated your organs, uh, going through the incredible things you've, you've gone through, um, some horrific, I'm sure, some exciting and fun, um, kind of like a roller coaster of emotions, if someone is, uh, you know, in the military or aspiring to do what you've done, maybe bits and pieces, you've done a lot. Uh, what are some tips or strategies you can share with them in keeping a positive mindset for those tough days? You know, I think um, for those that have served or that are going to serve, you know, I think the military does a way better job of doing what I can try to explain. So, I mean, you know, mission objective is is key component, and I, I would say just about any branch. So, you know, troop welfare comes secondary to mission objective. So, you know, somebody asked me that question the other day, and I kind of said it's really kind of a two-part answer. I mean, one, when I'm laying on the ground and dying, I'm not, there's not an emotional thing. It's really just mission objective focus. It's just like you learned, you know, when you're back with your unit is, I'm not concerned about how I feel right now. I'm concerned about getting to where I need to be to be in safety. So mm -hmm. you know, my objective was just staying alive, staying focused, staying mm -hmm. controlled, staying, you know, keeping my head about me and then getting to a position where I could, you know, get some help. Yeah. Um, you know, emotionally didn't play a part until I died the, th the third time, you know, and then I had my, my conversation with God. That's when I got a little bit more of an emotional side because once, mm -hmm. once the doctors and the nurses had a hold of me, you know, then yeah, all everything starts to kind of back up and now it becomes now it becomes a real fight you know i think during that during that time i was just laser focused on on um on staying alive mm -hmm. uh, when you get to the hospital and you start to kind of and people are around you a little bit i think you kind of start to relax and then realize like oh no i may not make it so um but as far as like you know those that want to join um or those that are going through anything tough just to keep a positive mindset <laughs> i don't i think it's it's almost impossible to always stay positive, right? 
Um, I think it goes into a couple of different things like Simon Sinek's version of know your why. So define your purpose and your reason. You know, that's a good way to get through something. Um, you know, if you're a parent, I think that's a given. A lot of times if you're a parent, it's always your children. Um, you know, and if you get into a position where you don't have those things, then, you know, self-care, self-love is pretty important. You know, maybe you like yourself, you want to stay around, you want to push through. But if there's anything challenging, you know, like going through the military, for me, you know, it was a why. I, I did not want to go back home. So um, to become a Marine, you know, it, it was a lot easier to be a Marine than it was to be home. So mm-hmm. I just, and I wrote, a, I wrote a book briefly kind of talking about keep your feet moving. You know, I mean, like if you've served, then you know that, you know, one thing, you know, if you stop, you're dead. So, you know, yeah. you're always, you're always just keeping your foot, you know, your feet moving and one foot in front of the other. I think it's just as long as you do that, you know, one one bite out of that elephant at a time. Don't try to take on everything at once and think you got to mm-hmm. fix everything today. Just little bitty chunks and just keep keep at it. You know, that's how, that's how it, that's how it works. I love that. Great tips. Thank you for that. And um, second pillar of Move Happy is all about community. Uh, we know that our social health is one of our strongest predictors of our happiness, as well as on the other end of the spectrum. If we're not hanging out with the right people or not hanging out with anybody in general for isolating uh, that we can, you know, sometimes get depression or whatnot. Um, what are, what are some tip strategies you've learned uh, either in business or with the military experience um, as far as like connecting with healthy people to be around? That's probably the wrong person to ask that question. Um, <laughs> Let's be real. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, I'm not a big component of 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 that. I I think maybe a better way to say that is you got to take a step back and like yourself and be in a position of strength versus position of weakness. So I think a lot of people get community driven and, and surround themselves with people to try to lift themselves up, not realizing that what ends up doing is they end up being one of the people they don't want to be with by bringing people down. Mm-hmm. So I think first you have to have that kind of come to Jesus to yourself and get to know who you are, mm-hmm. identify your strengths, put yourself in that spot first, and then mm-hmm. start to establish your community around people based on what your objective is. Again, if it's business, then surround yourself with people who are smarter and better at things than you. Be mm-hmm. humble to that. Learn and coach, you know, and grow. Um, if it's in the personal life, then find people that have, you know, positivity based on the things that you feel should be positive, um, you know, and kind of get in a position of strength first. I think a lot of people try to find that community, you know, when they're down and depressed and, you know, look, you don't want it. So why would you want to pass it on to someone else? And I think that you got to learn to self-love. You got to, you got to take care of yourself first. Once you kind of have that taken care of, mm-hmm. then I think it's good to start to establish a good community. And, and, and at the same time, you know, again, while I'm not a super fan of that is when you're an overly ambitious driven person mm-hmm. and you have a burning desire or you know, you can call it whatever you want. You can call it a, a black hole to fill, you know, if you want to get dark with it, you know, or if you want to be, you know, I, I just, you want to chase that high that you had in the military. It was just a phenomenal feeling. It's a form of, it's a good form of addiction. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it doesn't always have to be bad. Uh, and you do that, it's hard to surround yourself with people like that because those are few and far between, just like it was when you served, you know, I mean, being a Marine is 0.001% of the, of the population. And then being an infantry Marine, then being an operator, I mean, it's the percentages start to get smaller and smaller and smaller. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, it's challenging to find like-minded people like that. So you've got to, and, and usually when we get out, we scatter, you know, we're not, we're not all together. So more than likely when we were in our units and we were together, a lot of us surrounded ourselves with the like-minded people with the mm-hmm. same things. And then when we get out, we dissipate. And that's mm-hmm. a, a challenge to find in the civilian sector if you have served in the military, because the civilian sector doesn't really think that way. 
Mm-hmm. You bring a lot of good points to the table. I mean, and thank you for sharing your your opinion on that. I, I think it's incredible, not just um, in the military, but also in workplace. Uh, we find that people can build relationships with their coworkers. And then if they don't work there anymore, they kind of, you know, lose connection and whatnot. And I think that's a good point with the military too. Um, so thank you for that. Um, third pillar of Move Happy is all about movement. Uh, it started as a program I designed in a psych hospital for my patients uh, on a budget. Uh, so with that in mind, I know you you have a couple records uh, as an athlete. Uh, are those your favorite that you like to do or do you have new ones? Let's talk about your fitness. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, I mean, above and all and everything, I love being a dad to my daughter. So that's that's my number mm. one. That's I like doing that, whatever. And I think the fitness is just a portion of to keep me buying some time to stay with her a little longer as far as health. Yeah. Goes. You know, um, but as far as the athletic side, I, you know, it, it's it's it was just something that just kind of started. I don't know. I've been it's been a part of my life my whole life, but mm-hmm. it's just weird how, you know things like a push-ups or running across America unify people. It's the craziest thing. You know, you can go out and talk about mental health and 22 a day and, and, you know, being motivated and nobody listens, but you go do 20,000 push-ups and all of a sudden everybody's paying attention. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's a hell, it's a hell of a hook, um, you know, <laughs> but for me personally, I mean, I love the, I love the challenge, you know, I, I, I finished on Saturday and it was pretty, it was pretty brutal. And, um, you know, by, by Wednesday, I was already like, all right, we're going to do the second round again on Veterans Day. And, and yeah. Kind of, you know, so it, it, it's, um, again, different different form of positive uh, addiction, but um, I, I like it. I'm, I've enjoyed the push-up one. It's been, um, it's definitely by far been one of the cha- most challenging ones um, that I've done thus far. So it's been, it's been fun. That's awesome. And it, and it's low budget. I mean, you can literally do it anywhere. So, yeah. I mean, it, you know, like Arnold Schwarzenegger, he talks about the 1%, you know, just finding that 1% of your time to be able to exercise throughout your day. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, it, it is, I mean, calisthenics, I mean, again, you know, I always tell people, I'm like, look, the military is, is Marine Corps spent 277 years perfecting their leadership and style of what they're doing. They're, you know, the, the largest, best dominating military branch in the history of time. Right. I mean, it just is what it is. So, all the things that, that, that they've taught you and put in place, you know, perfect that. Um, it's not that hard to apply out in the real world, you know, just getting a little exercise in, doing your squats, doing your jumping jacks, doing yeah. a light little run, you know, mowing the lawn. I mean, a lot of people don't even mow their own daggum lawn anymore. You know, go out and mm-hmm. go out and mow the lawn, you know, weed eat, you know, I mean, just active rest is, is just as good as you start to get mm-hmm. older. Absolutely. Love that. And what are you really pumped about that we can support you with here at Move Happy? <laughs> I don't know. I just, I just came off a pretty big one. Um, <laughs> I mean, you know, it, this, this, this campaign to support the national purple heart on mission and this world record garnered mm-hmm. a substantial amount of attention this time around. I mean, it was, I think it was already at 120 million impressions on the media worldwide so far. And it's kind of just taken off like wildfire in, um, you know, though, though I didn't break the second record, um, you know, it garnered a lot of great conversations and put a lot of validity to, you know, what I guess what I'm able to do or what people perceive yeah. that as. Yeah. So, you know, we've had some great talks about talking about a big project with, I'm here in Charlotte. So there's a lot of big banking, um, you know, big banks here, big company, big mortgage companies. So mm-hmm. we talked about partnering this year already on veterans awesome. starting to build, um, start to build homes for disabled veterans and raising funds with the next, the next round. So that's, that's awesome. uh, it's in the works, but that's our next goal. I love that. So if people want to connect with you, uh, what's the best way they can do that on LinkedIn? Yes, or? 
Yes, ma'am. So all my social media handles are the same. It's at T Shane Johnson. So whether it's Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, uh, at T Shane Johnson. And then of course I have my website at uh, tshaneinspires.com. Awesome. So everybody needs to connect with you on social media, go to your website. And last but not least, I always love to close out the show with a random question. So what is a secret talent that you have that not a lot of people know about? I could do 16,500 pushups in 12 hours. (laughs) (laughs) But is it secret though? I feel like you were on TV about it. was was up until until about five days ago. It was a secret. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. um, That's impressive. How how long did it take you to do that? It it took, yeah. So that's kind of a disappointing question. So what this record, it was, um, it's, it's a little frustrating because, you know, you, it's, it's a hard thing to train for and it's a hard thing to expect like how to structure because you got to realize you're doing 27 push-ups a minute for 12 hours you got to calculate breaks body tear down food you know there's a lot of things that we didn't take into account we thought of them but just didn't think they played a you know, big role in it yeah. um so when we when we i reviewed the notes this morning was the first time i was able to kind of really start to look back at it again we reviewed the notes this morning i was 2800 off with still two hours to go which means i could have made it had I didn't do the two records consecutively because the first one, you know, was only that first hour should have only been about 1400, but I did 3050 because of that first record. So I kind of burned myself out on that first set because we were at 10,000 at the um, halfway mark. So I was, I was on pace to blow that thing out of the water. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it, it's, um, so it's, so it's, Basically, the gist of it is, is I did about 11 hours. It took me in about 23 push-ups a minute um, for That's 11 hours. Incredible. Yeah. That's really incredible. <laughs> <laughs> and you're doing it again. I am. Yeah. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to focus on the better say I've just been, my hands are still numb. I can't feel, I haven't been able to feel my hands for the last five days and I couldn't, couldn't feed myself, couldn't take a shot. It was pretty rough. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I've just gotten to the point now where I can. I mean, again, my hands are still messed up, but I can move my arms and kind of get, <laughs> kind of get moving a little bit. Yeah. Well, thank you. That was amazing. And thank you for all the, the personal <laughs> secret talent. <laughs> now we know if you do 16,000 pushups, these are the things that might happen. <laughs> right. I, I lost 12 pounds that day. I, I was joking. I said, I'm wow. Like, no. My new workout program, the T-Shane program, which is 12 hours of pushups and you'll be down 12 pounds for the beach body. <laughs> no supplements needed. Uh, no, you don't even need to eat. You're good to go. Yeah. I love it. Well, we'll definitely have to have a follow-up session uh, down the road and see how your journey is going with everything. Thank you. Yes. This has been awesome. Yes, ma'am. My pleasure. Thank you. All right. That's a wrap, folks. Thank you so much for listening to the Move Happy Movement podcast. I hope you learned something. I hope we added value to you today. If we did, it would mean the world to me if you would share it with someone you care about or maybe even share it on your social media. You can tag us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at The Real Move Happy. On Twitter, we are at Move Happy Team. Snapchat at The Move Happy. LinkedIn at Move Dash Happy. And if you're on Clubhouse, you can certainly talk about it. Um, you can follow me there at Move Happy Aaron E-R-I-N. I love you all so much. And for those of you that have been sharing consistently, you will be invited very soon to the listening room experience, which is essentially, if you think of you know, famous musical artists, they'll do a listening room special for other artists to hear 
uh, and upcoming talent to hear their music first before it's released publicly. So that's essentially what I'm going to be providing for you guys as a thank you for helping me build out this brand globally. Once we hit 10,000 downloads of the show, that's when the first invites will be sent. So um, you can actually check this live at any time, 24-7, if you go to themovehappy.podbean.com. You can check the download status there. Um, I'm going to pull this up. This is live as of Monday, May 17th, 2021 at 4.18 p.m. One second. All right, we're at 2681. We're over a quarter of the way there. Thank you so much, all of you that are supporting. Again, this is word of mouth. Um, We don't pay for ads or bots or fake downloads. So I really appreciate all of you for spreading the word. And most importantly, make sure that you're actually taking action on what you hear. Uh, Maybe, you know, tell someone that you really appreciate them or tell your boss that you really like how they lead you or you know there's a variety of ways we can spread happiness and kindness i love you all so much thank you again for listening we'll see you next week don't forget to tell someone you love them today